Hey, Kyle, you got now, time for a, a yes. Canada question? Oh, please. I love these. So I've had, you know, I've had discussions with Canadians and uh, depending on where they are in Canada, sometimes they can get defensive about it. And I don't know why, but the bagged milk, do you, do you guys yes. get, can we talk about this bagged milk situation? Let's talk about bagged milk. Yes. Can we please? So it seems uh, like some of the, the Westies, they're like, we don't do that. And they're very defensive about it. Popping and locking, Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode thirty of the Papa Mags Podcast. Mags, we're up to two hundred and one days since we've been told it'll be a few weeks until we can take our NFTs off a of Theta Drop. Two oh one. Really? That's 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 a few weeks. You know where I saw that? That number? Where? Where did you Poppin, see that number? Poppinmags.com. Poppinmags.com. I heard <laughs> that, that's the number two place to go for Poppin Mags content. <laughs> and what would be the number one? <laughs> number one? I don't know. Maybe Twitter? Maybe actually listening. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Twitter. But just on that on that point of a couple of a few weeks or whatever. I think I might have mentioned this to you, but our fans, you know, the tens and tens might not know this, but we've had an ongoing issue with uh, Pandora where mm, we've yes. been trying to get onto the Pandora platform because there is literally ones and ones that really want to get this hot, hot pineapple action going on over there. And yeah, I was going through the... N- right. And I've been going through... I was looking at the numbers this week for this episode. Very good, our, our last episode. And I saw... Well, how could they not be? It was the very best episode. It is literally the very best episode we've ever had. So anyways, I'm going through this and I go, Pandora? Uh, what the hell? And now all of a sudden we're on Pandora. Uh, their thing when I submitted us back almost when they uh, Theta had the AMA back in May was uh, they said it would be four to six weeks. So their six weeks was was over a half a year. <laughs> well, that's better than a few weeks being 200 days, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, this has almost never happened before, but General Dole and Charizard69 have just joined dot us. Theta. Charizard69.theta. Charizard's here, 69. <laughs> and General Dole, uh, so there was a contest from ThetaCon we're getting the results live here as we're taping. So this was for a hand-drawn pineapple from Rare Robot himself on the back of a bar receipt at ThetaCon 2022. It's pretty cool. So right now, without further ado, let me pass it to General Dole. General. Before before we get going, General, can I just ask how much was that bar tab? I heard some crazy stories. Hey, that was NEC's bar tab, man. My bar, <laughs> my bar tab, I, I wasn't on Baller's, uh, you know, I didn't have Gift the, list? The, his. Yeah, no, I just, I just was, I bought one. I think on that bar tab was maybe two rum and Cokes and whatever D-Bog was drinking. I uh, I bought him a drink, I think, on that round. It was, I think that was me, D-Bog, and Blaze on that bar tab. I don't know what's on the back, but I think it's only three drinks. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, how, so how did this come about? So this came about, um, we had a great event, as you all know, for the uh, 
the ThetaCon, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? There's so many amazing people in the Twitterverse that are Theta fans and Pine fans, and you know they they did miss out, and I I wanted to see if I could uh, bring something that was unique and special to someone who didn't get to make it. I I know many Pines that wanted to go, and for whatever reason, family work, whatever it may be, just they couldn't put, it wasn't in the cards. Sure. So, um, you know, James was amazing uh, person to talk to. Yep. And, um, you know, I just said, Hey, you know, I, I got an idea and you can easily say, no, it's not a big deal, but, uh, this is what I'm thinking. And he's like, no, I love it. And, uh, so he said, if you want to do it in 30 seconds, three minutes or, you know, whatever long you want to take, just do it, bang something out. And he did. And, uh, closed the, uh, you know, close up the bar receipt. Actually, I, I brought it back with me. So who's whoever gets it is uh, going to get the actual bar thingy-majiggy uh, that you close up. And I don't know, the waitress <laughs> is probably still looking for it. And maybe that's what they charge the 1700 bucks. <laughs> but, I don't know. but anyway, um, it came out really nice. And it looks badass. Uh, he signed it, initialed it. And I honestly, I think it would be a badass tattoo as well. But... Um, put out a contest a couple of days later and um, we had a lot of engagement with it, which was cool. And uh, without further ado, I, I have uh, Charizard on the phone with me. We, we did it together so we could verify each other. And you know, so there was some proof on some stuff and screenshotted it. Um, and we'll release that on Twitter after the announcement. Without further ado, Nico Bizarro. Nice. Oh, shoot. That's my uh, Rico Suave song, but... Rico, uh, Nico Bizarro is the winner of the uh, hand-drawn pineapple. He's uh, he's my pineapple pizza boy that uh, that sent that one piece of. It looked like the most delicious pizza ever, and there was like little tiny slices of pineapple on it. Um, nice. So I said I'd try that one. So congrats to him, um, and uh, look forward to uh, you know F, F, once he hears this, uh, you know having. Just Nico, just reach out, man, and uh, I'll send it out your way. Yeah, and uh, we hope to see you at next year's ThetaCon. Absolutely. Any uh, any words from Charizard sixty nine? Dot Theta. Well, yeah, let's hope then... he listens to this episode, and nobody tells him. Yeah, don't tell him, guys. He's got to listen. Nope, nope. We're, we're Not waiting until the release. <laughs> from my side, um, I'm giving away a hat and a shirt that were given at the meeting both signed by the rare robot and the hat actually has a little pineapple drawn by him so they're both really cool gifts and we just wanted people who weren't at the event to get a little bit of history because i i feel like that was history for not just the pineapples but data community so for the the shirt our winner is at pineapple three three two six three zero six eight that's the winner um nice i very verified on twitter that he okay posted a picture and he follows rare the sps and uh the winner of the hat the winner of the hat is alf the alf 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 huh. <laughs> yep alf won, shit. alf won the hat all right, cool. Congrats, Al. Al. That's great. All right, boys. Well, you have a good evening. I'll catch you later, and uh, keep on doing great work. All right, Dol. Thank All you. Right, thanks, guys. We'll see later, you later. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Thanks. Yeah, we'll you talk too. soon. We now return you to the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. 
already in progress. Unfortunately, you had to leave ThetaCon prior to the last AMA on Sunday morning, and I happened to be in there, and it was, you know, it was one of those AMAs where literally they were just going throughout the crowd, and anyone could ask any questions. There was nothing pre-prepared. No, really. Yeah, no. Any, it was just on the spot questions being asked, um, and they were taking all the questions. And the, the, they also were asking people that were online that were watching, which there was over four hundred of them at the time, streaming live from Theta.tv. And one of the, the first question that came up from an online guest, I believe it was our boy Samson1111, he asked about withdrawing our NFTs from Datadrop. And immediately, Andrea was like, why don't you ask Pop and Max? <laughs> and then Wes was like, who's Pop and Max? <laughs> uh, one, I was going to save this for later. I don't even know if I was going to bring this up, but... um. And I know we're going to talk about briefly a little bit of ThetaCon twenty twenty. Yeah, this is the perfect spot for this, though. But so anyways, um, you know me, I'm very shy and very humble. And uh, when oh, yeah. we, we started the check-in to get our badge and our, and our swag for, for ThetaCon 2022, yep. I was with NEC Chief, and uh, Wes Levitt was out there. And uh, he, him and... Wes won? Wes won. And so anyways, Chief introduced me. He goes, hey, Wes, this is Magnum. He wants to know why you hate him. Oh. And, <laughs> and then Wes says, who? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Just destroyed me. Uh. And I was like, um, you know, you, you did like, or I don't know if you retweeted, but he definitely liked. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. No, he, he commented under it. He commented on his first uh, comment since like December of last year. <laughs> right. Uh, on the whole domain. Yeah. The domain debacle uh, yeah. with Theta Drop with um, Sushi Cat's uh, epic uh, also roasting yep. of me that, that video. So the domain name as, as the video was called. So uh, so that was, you know, that was just brutal. Yeah. So but. Chief is the master of introductions, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. Thanks, Chief. I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> Is it time but, to go uh, home yet? <laughs> All right. So I know we're uh, we're a couple of weeks. You know, it's been a it's been two weeks since our our last regular episode since we had the the live event last week at DataCon, which was awesome. But in the meantime, I know you were big on this drop, the Creator Club. Did you uh, <laughs> did you end up getting the the Poker Challenge NFT? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Did you? I'm not either. Did you use it? Did you use it? Or did you sell it? I didn't sell it, and I didn't use it. Okay, so you're just. Is gonna... it true? Is it true? If you don't use it, you will lose it. I don't think it just disappears, right? I mean, there's all these other ones like the. Uh, um. It wasn't a serious question. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, with you, I never know, man. So. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, I, I was very curious about this, you know, this challenge and, and some of the, the purchase activity afterwards. I mean, it's cool to me to have this poker thing, but the prizes, you know, was 100 people could play. And then the top prize was $100 of T-drop and an NFT. Like, you know, I don't know. It, 
they gave away what two hundred and fifty dollars worth of tea drop, which we all know they have a gi- big giant pile the size of Mount Everest of, and for NFTs, I don't know. People were paying thirty bucks for this thing though. It's like this is to me this is a, a three dollar buy-in poker tournament. So I don't know. I did, I'm not sure. That happens with a lot of the the challenges, though. Like the yeah, the slug those slug packs. They were going for like a hundred bucks the other day. There was what five passaways of those special ones, right? And oh, the yeah, okay, the, the Doom, shirt. I, that... I did open a shirt. Yeah, the oh, yeah, Doom, yeah. Yep. those challenges. So like, yeah, you're gonna open something, you're not gonna get anything. So, I mean, it's 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 yeah. it's a market, right? So, no, for sure. And and you know, if you can sell that for thirty bucks, then great on you but who's buying it for 30 bucks when fourth place pays 25 bucks out of 100 you know right i don't know not me if it sold for 30 bucks at one point then i should have had a sale i haven't looked at my theta drop yet (laughs) (laughs) okay well that was a while ago i'm sure i think the poker tournament has happened so i'm not sure they're worth anything more but okay yeah no that was that i was just curious how you felt about that being a and I know you went pretty deep on the creator club. I went way too deep, way deeper than anyone should. Um, <laughs> but I mean, hey, maybe they're trying to write this shit. Maybe this is just yeah. one of you know whatever, like more yeah. stuff. So I, so I can't, I can't knock that. Sure, you can knock those prizes, but it's also fun just to play. You know, a fun yeah, game. Of sure. So I agree. Um, speaking of poker. Uh, there's been there was a lot. I mean, I went on a, a massive like manhunt trying to figure out this golden poker chip. I know right. for a fact. I know that it used to say that you had to um, redeem it. I believe by December first. And I asked Twitter. I asked on um, the Pinecast, the Tens and Tens. Right. I asked in Discord. Nobody knows. And then finally, I think it was Matt Tessitore who was just like, we don't know. You should open up a ticket. So I opened up a ticket on Datadrop. And like five days later, I finally get a response. And guess what, guys? I got an answer here. There is no end redemption date for the gold poker chip, according to Agent J, I believe it was, that responded. Who the hell is that? Agent J? Yeah. Like from Men in Black? No. Have you ever opened a Datadrop ticket? Yes, you get, a, you get an email response and it's like Agent J or Agent oh. K. Yeah, you never noticed that? But Agent J and Agent K are from Men in Black. Is that okay. like a play on Men in Black? No, I don't think so. But maybe in your okay. head it is. Okay. So there All it right. is, folks. No, according to what to my insider, there is no end date for the redemption of the gold poker chips. I'm I'm wondering when the actual airdrop is of the if you redeem these things, I know that was supposed to happen. You know, there's other uh, benefits that you're supposed to get for these. So uh, I'll have to ask about that next. But no answers on that part, but no end redemption date. So good news. <laughs> he, he didn't say uh, you asked for the end of the redemption period. And he said, oh, well, you know, there's some swamp gas reflecting off of Venus. <laughs> um, but, all yeah. right. Anyways. Well, speaking of swamp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, our boy Swamp, man, he must have had a great time at Thetacon. Swamp butt? Yeah, Swampy. Why do you say that? Well, did you see 
what he accumulated this week. He, he, oh, he, yes. Four he pins. got all four pins for 10 T-Fuel each. I oh, mean, what a That's a great steal. deal. That uh, sounds like he had a deal worked out. <laughs> uh, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, numbers don't lie, right? 10 T-Fuel. So congratulations, Swampy, newest member of the four-pin club. That you're not in and never have been. Uh, wait, 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 wait. That's not true. We we went over this before. Popper has the team. No, he doesn't. It was re it was retweeted by Rare Robot. Popper's got the T fuel pin. X gets the square. No, circle gets the square, but uh, <laughs> you wanna tell yourself that then tell yourself that that's cool. All right. So I mean Swamp hasn't been the only pine that's been tearing it up here. You know who the other one is? The general has been <laughs> yeah. freaking moving large lately. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, just keeping on adding to that beautiful collection. Uh, he's already got the dark Viking that is pretty much worthless. You know, call, <laughs> me, call me general. <laughs> um, but yeah, he added a nice one this week. I'm trying to remember. I know it was Theta Blindfold, elect, uh, Electric Shaker, right? And a, a hidden electric Theta Electric Theta Shaker, hidden Theta Pin. And then yep. uh, what kind of crown gold crown oh yeah gold crown that's right and yeah. the um that like uh that face oh smirk. yeah 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 yep. yeah i like those yeah those smirks well general congratulations uh i think you and swamp have to uh share mvp honors uh for the last two weeks so that's cool all right man so speak uh, going back to swampy a couple weeks ago i don't know if you noticed this but swamp put out a twitter poll and it was about creamer and coffee. Okay. I, Did you, okay. Do you remember? Do you remember seeing this? No, I don't. Okay. So he put out, you know, just basically like how do how are people drinking their coffee? And it was like targeted against creamer and coffee. Okay. So option number one, creamer is for losers. <laughs> <laughs> option number okay. two. Uh, creamer less than 0.25. I guess that means like a quarter of your, of your cup is creamer. Okay. And, and then option three was 0.26 to 0.5. And then option four was mainly creamer. Um, out mainly of those creamer. Yeah. Out of those okay. four options, where, where are you sitting? All right. So you're, so you're basically under a quarter, right? Yes. That's where that's where 21% okay. landed. And that's where right. I land too. Listen, basically it comes down to people answered that 67% of them answered that creamer is for losers. <laughs> <laughs> Out of quite a few people. Now, um, listen, I'm it I like I like creamer. I don't like it. I'm not nowhere near 0.25, but I'm definitely like creamer in my coffee. Yeah. And if I don't have it and I and I go black coffee, I, I I like honey in my coffee, which is delicious also. If if I go black coffee, it's got to be a strong a strong coffee. Okay. You know what I mean? Are you going just straight black, or are you are you putting sugar in too? No, I'm going straight black. If straight but it's got to be like a like a some kind of espresso blender, like dark. Oh, bacon. okay. Like then I'll then I I'll do that. But I mean, if there's if it's not like that strong and bold like me then yeah I'm gonna, <laughs> it's gonna need some creamer in it and i'm not gonna drink a black what about iced black i would never drink iced black <laughs> i don't think i've ever drink iced black 
Okay, me either. That seems stupid. <laughs> well, better than room temperature block. That's uh, maybe sure. No, that is that is for sure. Yeah. So that is that's Swampy's thing. I know that he uh, put it out there, and I'm I'm pretty sure that he chose Creamer as for losers, uh, as as the the way that the poll was was written was highly suggestive of you know pick that as your answer. So I'm not sure right. if that's way. There's the an anti Creamer. There's an anti Creamer agenda. I think going on. Over yeah, there. That, for sure there. But I'm not sure if other people were like, oh, let me just you know. I don't, I don't, I drink my coffee black too. That seems like a lot of people drinking coffee black. So I'm, uh, I'm calling foul on this, I think. I mean, it's look at the sample size. I mean, I'd have to look how many there were. There's quite a few that, that responded though. Yeah. I mean, I guess good for you. I, I, I don't know why though. But, hey. All right. So I, go ahead. You got, you got well, more? Was this before or after the, um, the indoctrination of all the G fuel? shenanigans from ThetaCon. No, this was before ThetaCon. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Because I actually okay. brought it up with Andrea on Saturday night at ThetaCon, or on uh, Friday night on the, at ThetaCon. Okay. And, and asked her, and she said she drank hers black, which, mm. okay. well, actually, I have to admit that she does because going into, all right, ha, you're going to love this. Sunday morning, right, going into that AMA, she came in and I ran into her as she's walking in. And she's got two cups in her hand. Okay. The first cup has coffee black in it. Guess what the second cup had in it? Coffee black in it? Bacon. <laughs> 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 I'm not even joking. It was awesome. That's, that's a strong move. Yeah. Championship <laughs> move. Breakfast of champions right there. That was great. <laughs> so, so speaking of that, I mean, we had, you know, obviously we're a week off of ThetaCon at this point, And... I We're put out a little, yeah, dude, big time, man. That was so yeah. much fun. Yeah, um, it was. So I put out a little Twitter and just asked people to like share their favorite Datacon memory. And man, the, the responses just kept piling in. So we are compiling them and we're going to drop them over the course of several weeks because we could talk for hours just about that. Yeah. But I did, I do want to throw a few out there. So I don't, I don't know if you have one that you want to start with. So like what, was your, there, what was your moment of the weekend? There was too many, but there was too many to count, honestly. Um, but I, I just have to shout out to uh, Rob, <laughs> friend of the Pinecast. I kept like, he was super busy. Every, you know, he yeah. was very busy. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of people were very busy. Yeah. And a Austin couple included. times. <laughs> yeah. But like way more than us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, on, oh, yeah. That was, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Sure. But so Rob, so anyways, like I kind of like, it was always through like passing. It was really short and I like, I didn't want to take up his time, but of course we were talking about, it. I think he should leave. Obviously. And, and then so uh, Saturday night, like later on Saturday night uh, at the bar area, uh, eventually, so he's walking up and he runs into me and then we must've went a half hour straight doing, I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> so so, uh, so, cause yeah, I knew he was busy. I didn't want to bother him. And then, yeah. uh, I'm really glad he, he uh, ran into me and then bothered me about, uh, about the, cause that's, you know, I could talk to him forever about that. Yeah. So. I, I noticed that before. <laughs> <laughs> so that one definitely, that one definitely, uh, sticks out for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
and 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 rare robots appearance. So oh yeah, well that was yeah that was cool, and then just being able to hang out with rare that was a good time. You know, just down to earth, chill guy. You know, had a had a lot of fun. Yeah. Sorry. What about you? Um, yeah, you know, like I the same thing for as you. There's so many. Um, I'm going to stick with the one that I mentioned on Twitter. Uh, Sunday night, I had just gotten back to the hotel, went out to Hollywood Beach, just took an Uber down there, wasn't far away, and there's a nice little boardwalk, and uh, had a good, had a good time uh, there, and came back. We're, we spent the extra night, came back down, and it, you know it was a lot quieter. Most of the crowd had already left, but the <clears> it was just going. yeah, most of it. Some of it was still there. Uh, I was just hanging out at the bar. And all of a sudden, Andrea comes over and she's just like, oh, can I borrow you for a second? It's like, yeah, sure. And walk over and there's uh, John Heater and there's Justin Winters and Efren Ramirez from the Order of the Tigons. Yeah. So I walk over and, you know, right into a conversation with those guys, which was pretty cool. And then next thing you know, Andrea is asking, well, she starts already right into like, oh, do you guys like pineapple on pizza and this and that? And John Heater loves pineapple on pizza. And I'm talking like ham and pineapple, like loaded up with pineapple. And Efren seemed, uh, Pedro seemed to be of the same mindset. So Andrea starts, I didn't even realize she was recording this. She asks Efren, she's like, oh, how do you like your pizza? And he's like, in my mouth with ham and pineapple on it. And then she points, she like puts the camera on me. And she's like, how does that make you feel or something like that? And I was just like, hey, better in his mouth than in mine. So that was that was pretty cool. And then hanging out with those guys and, you know, shooting the breeze a bit with with that friend. And, you know, just pretty cool to to be hanging with them. They're way down to earth guys and uh, might have even made a little business deal for us. I don't know. We'll see. You know, keep stay tuned. Well, it's funny that stuck out of your mind. That was uh, that one upset me when when she sent me that video because I wasn't there. I know, I know, and it wasn't. And then continued to play like all the cool stuff that happened. I know afterwards. that was my fault. That was my fault that uh, she continued with that. But I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, we uh, Andrea sent that to uh, to Mags. And then we, she said that we were uh, heading up to the boardroom, which is where <laughs> we recorded the Pinecast. Andrea's, Andrea's boardroom, right? So right. Uh, that's where we recorded the Pinecast with her. And we were just joking around, obviously. I, I told her it was going to be the, the Pop and Dre show. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, there was one response that really struck me. Um, I believe it was Theta Amy. Uh, I, don't, I think that's the how she goes. First of all, I never, I did not know who Amy was, and it, it seems like she did a lot of work. You know, it was always Brian and uh, Doc and Slick and T Fuel Inferno and Rob. You know, a lot of those guys. I know, I know Theta Zilla Club did a lot of work, and there's plenty of others too. But I never, I never knew about Amy. Right. But it seemed like she did a ton and she was all over the place during the during the whole event. So shout out to her. But Definitely. she had a she had a, a response and it was basically just like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like one singular event, but the event of like two people meeting each other and then like the smile on their face when they realized they recognized who they were finally meeting. You know what I mean? 
Right, right. Like that resonated big with me because there was obviously a few people that I knew their faces going into it that they didn't know who I was. But there was plenty of people that I did not know who their faces was. And it was just like, oh, like, you know, you're Char or, you know, whoever, you know, whoever. So it was, uh, that w- that was definitely a, a cool, you know, like a reveal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, listen, we got, there's a ton more responses we got. There's a ton more that we'll, we'll go over in the coming weeks. But, uh, you know, we got a, we got a guest this week, man. And what a, what a guest we had. It's, uh, <laughs> this guy's living, living some kind of life, man, that a lot of people would probably dream of. You know, I've seen these things online. It's like, would you live in this house with, with no internet and whatever for, you know, for a million dollars for a year? That's basically, I mean, I think he's got internet. He's obviously got internet. He was able to call in, but, you know, living off the grid, just living, living a, quite a lifestyle, man. The, uh, the one and only Camp Theta. After these messages. This week's episode is brought to you by Sizzle Popcorn, the official popcorn of Poppin' Mag's Pinecast. Choose from a variety of delicious flavors, including lightly salted, cheddar, salt and vinegar, Mexican chili, maple syrup, and yeah, even ketchup. The perfect snack for any occasion. Use promo code POPPINMAGS at checkout for an additional 10% off. That's POP ampersand MAGS. Gentlemen. How's it going? Uh, Just a... Not too bad. Just a heads up. I'm here in the middle of the woods on a satellite uh, uplink, so so there's a bit of a lag. Okay. It's re- it's really easy to cut people off. I do that all the time. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Kyle, well, right? Uh, thank you so much for having me. Kyle, yeah. You figured me out. Uh, I watched the, the Twitter thing, and actually, uh, Adrian from Trueverse blew you up beforehand, or maybe maybe it was Lisa. They're like, Kyle. I'm like, who's Kyle? Because I thought your name was Max. <laughs> right. Right. That the, the, the whole Twitter account uh, just uh, came up out of a, uh, it was just a meme account. And it was that, uh, I, I named it after that, uh, the Max Power Simpsons episode. Yes. So. Oh. <laughs> I got the yes. name off a hairdryer. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I see where this is going already. Well. Well, so real quick though, so Homer, because what happened was in the episode, this is great. He's coming in freaking hot. So in the episode, we're, we're, happened, we're going with this. Uh, Kyle, you don't mind if I kind of explain that episode real quick, do you? No, no, please. So, so basically, uh, there was this cool TV show that came out in in the Simpsons, uh, like they were watching on TV. That was kind of like um, it was like a cop show, and one of the cops was named Homer Simpson and he was like really cool. And then Homer was police cops. police cops and, uh, and Homer's just police cops. But then there was a, like what happens with TV shows is uh, they tested something and they, they thought it'd be better if he was like a dumb imbecile boof. And uh, so all of a sudden, and then police cops was huge and people were making fun of Homer because he was so stupid the, right. in, in police cops. So um, Homer got so upset <clears throat> because he went from the coolest thing to being embarrassed that his name is Homer Simpson because of police cops 
that he he went to the judge to petition. <laughs> he went to the judge to petition for his name to be changed. And the judge said, <laughs> and and so um, Kyle's right. It was Max Power was he got it off a, a blow dryer, a hair dryer. But the judge said that he goes, well, I guess he submitted like three names. And he says, well, since you submitted three names and only spelled one correctly, I'm going to go with the one you spelled correctly or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, also, too, and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention also from that, that groundbreaking episode of The Simpsons, shout out, that, <laughs> that he goes, he goes, um, uh, he goes, there's three ways to do things, son. He's talking to Bart. He goes, there's the, <laughs> this is there's, my favorite. <laughs> there's the right way to do it, the wrong way to do it, and the max power way to do it. And Bart's like, well, isn't the max power <laughs> way to do it like also the wrong way? And he goes, yes, but it's much faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> you never cease to amaze me, Max. I, do, I never cease to amaze myself. I can't believe... This became a Simpsons podcast episode. I'm super excited now. Yeah, right yeah, away. Record timing. I mean, at least with at least with Rob Feldman, you waited to towards the end to take it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, uh, Popper. Let's let's bring Kyle back into this. <laughs> yes, Kyle, my man. Uh, Yes, Dude, so so how you doing, man? I I, I kind of know a little bit about you, but I'm not sure that uh, the tens and tens do. Right. Um, okay. So I'm so I'm just uh, chilling here on my private lake tonight. Uh, that sounds in a great. Cabin my wife and I built uh, by hand about ten years ago. Uh, we. Uh, we were trying to do things on the cheap because we just bought the land, a big, big, huge chunk of land. Bitcoin helped with that. I got back, I got into Bitcoin back in 2012. So that was fortunate wow. and uh, Whoa. was able to buy a, a good chunk of land. And yeah, we wanted to do things on the cheap and we wanted to do things kind of as ecologically as possible. So I just started doing home demos and taking down people's fences and, and, uh, just running away with all the materials, just stockpiling them, and we built the uh, we built the first little section of our house for like nine grand ten years ago, just wow. with recycled materials. And uh, well, like we don't even have a road that goes in, so we had to uh, so we had to like blaze trails and build bridges and carry all the materials on our shoulder and paddle them in with canoes. And uh, it's been an adventure. Life's been uh, like a science experiment for the last ten years or so. That is wild, man. That is that sounds great. Honestly, just secluded in your own little area. I mean, are you are you completely living off the land up there? Oh, that that's a that's a pretty big ask. The land uh, around us is all like Canadian Shield, so it's like ten kilometers of granite straight down. Uh-huh. Uh, if I wanted to dig an outhouse or uh, or a basement or something, I I need dynamite. Uh, so not a lot of soil <laughs> for like farming farming opportunities, but uh, we do our best with the little patches that we have, and we do uh, we do grow food. There's not a huge focus on it, and I have some friends that are uh, that are ranchers down the road from me, so good source of meat on top of all the game that's around here, and of course, plenty of fish in the lake. So uh, yeah, so so a lot of fish in the diet. Yeah, so uh, that that ties us into some smoked fish here, right? We got a 
we got an NFT drop oh, yeah. from you on, on open data. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, maybe five months ago or so. Uh, drop smoke fish NFTs. There was uh, 69 uh, editions. They were all hand-compiled, yep. hand-drawn by, by yours truly. I've been a professional artist for... Oh, nice. Oh, I don't know, 30, 30 some odd years. So really wanted to inject uh, some cool hand-drawn art into the space. And uh, I thought that I could probably uh, provide some really unique uh, utility with the, the campground that I've run for the last uh, 10 years back here. The smoked fish NFTs got, uh, got people, um, first of all, there was, uh, there was, Art drops that happened, so five signed metal prints of the of the art went out. Oh, nice! Also, badges, badges one, two, and three in the uh, airdrop uh, fishing derbies, the airdrop derbies that I was doing. Uh, various species got certain badges. Some badges got handed out to everyone. Badge number one got handed out to everyone, and that uh, wound up being a DRM key to. Uh, videos that I uploaded of Camp Theta, which is kind of the uh, the sister project, if you will. Yeah. And then so badges one, two, and three got dropped, and the deal is for next year for Camp Theta. This year we sold out with uh, MetaPass tickets, which was really cool. It was a just an awesome DAP to use. Uh, highly recommend as an event coordinator. Just beautiful. But next year, we're not selling tickets. The only way to get a ticket to Camp Theta is to collect all six badges that are airdropped from Smoked Fish NFT challenges. Oh, so cool. uh, it's an interesting kind of a social experiment because the prices to the ticket, now that I've got an event behind us, and it was it was just so fun. Uh, tons of camp games that I call the the Wilderverse games, where uh, you earn <laughs> NFTs and T-Fuel through stuff like canoe races and axe throwing and fishing derbies and oh, man. Uh, shooting competitions, uh, scavenger hunts, fire starting, lots of cool games, all you can drink, high-end food, private lake, no one around for miles. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty awesome experience. And so badge number one got you the, the DRM key to see the exclusive videos from Camp Theta. And now the kind of the cat's out of the bag with how the events go. Uh, and the second set of smoked fish is dropping uh, February 23. So we're only a few months away. Okay. Uh, you're going to be able to pick up badges four, five, and six through the airdrop challenges linked to them. Collect all six badges. You get a ticket to Camp Theta 23. And because it's all out of my hands at this point, it's kind of interesting to see um, the value that the community is um, putting onto the badges and, and ultimately onto the tickets once, once those start getting distributed. Since I'm not selling the tickets anymore, it's just interesting seeing the value of them yeah. being decided by the community. Absolutely. Now, uh, you mentioned that you did have a Camp Theta um, get-together this past year, right? Yes, sir. Uh, that was August 25th through 28th. Oh, that's strange because there, there was this guy on Twitter that was uh, <laughs> chirping about you being like a, a rug puller and selling NFTs and then not following through. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, you, hold you on. Hold on. I'm just going to pull up my Twitter 
again because <laughs> I can't even remember the guy's name. I know it's he's just so forgettable. It was BitConnect. Oh, oh, BitConnect. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, BitConnect. Uh, he's got two other accounts that just follow him around uh he only ever gets two likes on anything it's the same two accounts <laughs> they uh they follow him around like they're like they're turd nuggets just riding the butt hairs of his dying twitter account i don't know if they're sock puppets or what but could be uh, his uh, alter egos as well you never know it could be so so the, the crazy thing is that he posts all this stuff about every every single nft is a scam and this is yeah. You know, you're just enabling Theta to just go in a terrible direction and rah, rah, yeah. rah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and he'll tweet stuff like that and he'll get a like from this account that says they're an NFT promoter and they've got like 25,000 followers. Oh, wow. Um, and that's one of the accounts that follows him around and likes all his stuff. Huh. Um, so it's, it's that one, that one's a chin scratcher. Yeah, Make of for it sure. Will. There must be some kind of a uh, script that's written or something. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe it's a bot. I don't know. But he, uh, yeah, he was running around calling me a scammer saying that uh, I imagined Camp Theta it never happened. So, uh, right, so I exactly. posted a thousand, a thousand T-Fuel prize for him to sit down face to face on a video call and just like have at me, you know, yeah. like, uh, Tell me, tell tell me all about your your what your wonderful ideas. What's going on in that in that brain of yours? <laughs> really, really flesh this out for me. I think it and, was actually uh, ten thousand T fuel. Well, so originally one thousand, and then okay. uh, I had a bunch of people in the community be like, "Well, you know, you need you need ten thousand, and uh, you know, to really uh, to really sweeten the pot." And oh, then yeah. and then within like five minutes. I had so many people just pledge a thousand T fuel each to see that dude's face um, <laughs> that we got to 10,000 in five minutes. Uh, and yeah. it was a 10,000 fuel reward. But of course, he won't sit down because he's just, you know, no, he's flushed man. himself in the toilet of his own mind so long ago that he's just stewing in some kind of delusional fervor. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely hilarious to watch. I would certainly sit down for the 10,000 T fuel. My boy Magnum here took a large quantity of cash off me at Datacon uh, over the over the weekend, so I could use that 10,000 T fuel for sure. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> uh, well, apparently it's very expensive to to do this. I, we've been doing it I for got... half a year. I sent you an invoice. <laughs> you didn't get the invoice right, because apparently right. you don't check that email account anymore. So yeah, that's, just uh, let the record overtaken. I was, I was so humble that I was like, you know what, should I just eat it and, and, and not, you know, pass on the, um, the oh, bill? Yeah. You, you were so humble that I heard it from like three or four people that I didn't pay my bill. Very humble. <laughs> I'd was, strike was I, if I was every <laughs> one of them. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no, okay. he's humble enough to not have said anything, I guess. Okay. All right. Make like the janitor's union at Twitter and just strike. Really stick it to the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm, that's a, I'm, I'm going to call it a night. Mags, you, uh, you take it from here? That's too much money. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, all right. So now, hold on. 
So we're, we we brought up BitConnect, right? But what's there's a there's is that more how you this. pronounce it? I swear it's BitConnect. It's it, you, do you remember it's the do you remember that uh, there was a a crypto called BitConnect? Do you remember that one? It was a oh yeah, scam. I remember that one. Yeah, that's who this right. guy is. BitConnect. He's his his. Uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Mags, do you do you know who that guy was? The the I don't know. I think he lived in New York City somewhere, like. Brooklyn or something, but yeah, he's he's like he was like the spokesman that was up on the stage just yelling BitConnect. So that's what that's what this guy is. It's that it's the picture of that guy, and so he's named after a total rug pull crypto. I mean, isn't that you know ironic? Oh, the irony. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I just like calling him BitConnect. BitConnect. Yeah, yeah. The, the ahead, irony is I don't know <laughs> if this guy was chiming on in on you either kyle but uh there's this other guy who is a big mitch lou fan and he's got an account but it doesn't super seem fan. like he's, oh, yeah, he's a super dude. fan oh, he doesn't dude. seem like he's a real super fan though I, you know what i mean i'm not he's Weird. definitely not waving a foam finger in the air there is no the giant novelty guy. oversized cowboy hat right like uh, <laughs> yeah what oh, yes hey, do nothing right there's there's so much, there's so much drama in this community. It's, it's kind of mm. hard being a guy who creates NFTs, but somehow, some way I keep coming up with uh, funky ass shit nearly every single day. So there's that. <laughs> well, uh, Popper. So I, we've yeah. mentioned before on this that, well, at least I've mentioned that I was kind of, I wouldn't say happy, but I would say happy that, you know, I liked you standing up for yourself, and um, yeah. But it was kind of nice that I wasn't involved in any of these. Um, oh yeah, drama. No, it's nice. Because, it's nice to have a round off. Yeah, we've been involved in a little bit too much drama, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, you know, Theta Max, Max Theta, um, is is getting the same Tag drama. Tag him in. Tag so, him in. <laughs> yeah, please come on in, and I I got to take a break. You know what I mean? So appreciate that. So. So, so wait, you guys, you know, I thought you guys were kind of over that. I didn't, I didn't think you had to go in front of judge Judy. Anymore. <laughs> Is that not happening? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, it, yeah. I, I, I think all I know is some stuff popped up after ThetaCon or during the end of ThetaCon, right? Popper. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I came home to it and cause I didn't check, I didn't check Twitter the whole time, basically that I was at ThetaCon and then came home and saw some more nonsense on Twitter, you know, and it's like, anytime that we say something, you get like four or five guys that are like, Oh, you're, you're still talking about this. Drop it. Like after like we were attacked and didn't even respond yet. So it's like, we're being attacked for responding to an attack. Like, give me a break. And then it was like, okay, this thing's done. And now three weeks later, there's like another tweet out there that was, didn't like tag us, but certainly sounded like it. And it's like, you know, where are these guys calling us out for not letting things go? Well, now. and I will and, and I will say, too, you know, he had this lengthy thing on Twitter and then you acknowledged it. You you didn't you acknowledged it. Yeah. And uh, you got a bunch of kudos. I didn't say anything because <laughs> there was and still a threat in combos. There still seemed to be a threat of um, basically like, you know, like I'm reserving the I know. right to. I know. to and and so that's why I couldn't get behind that, you know, as they say. So um, 
I kind of feel a little bit better. I didn't say anything about it. But yeah, anyways, you're, that's, in the, you're in the better position right now. That's for sure. Let's just bring this back now to our, our guest who's also in, you know. Yeah, uh, let's bring this back. Because Jeopardy. honestly, this the this Jeopardy story didn't really start with BitConnect. It, it started with Alien-like. Oh, it did right? start with Alien-like. Yeah, yeah. So did. so tell yeah, me the yeah. history of you with Alien. You used to be like a subscriber, right? And, uh, and listen in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely watched... Uh... You know, a, f- a few videos when it's uh, when you've when you've had a long day and you need a recap and uh, sure. you weren't neck deep in the Theta community uh, all day. You never know what's going on. So it wasn't always, uh, you know, new news. But, uh, you know, the guy the guy did a good job, I, I think, of, um, you know, just summarizing everything. And, yep. you know, if, if only to, to onboard uh, new people. Right. He's not uh, necessarily a. Uh, Speak, speak into the choir or anything like that but uh yeah another but, uh, voice did, did it, did bringing, bringing, bringing community uh, outreach yeah exactly yeah for sure so uh so yeah i definitely watched the odd alien like video it was you know after the after the t-bill thing and of course he, the first time i heard about t-bill was on uh alien like and okay just yep. for, for me I personally uh, you know I see, I see any product with that high of a, of an APY. And I'm just going to go like, eh, red flag. You and uh, me both. Not for brother. me. Not yeah. for me. Going to sit this one out. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mathematically understand how that works. Now I'm just a simple log farmer, you know, APY frightens and, and confuses me, but, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the value. So I was like, okay, not going to do that. Whatever. And then, uh, and then he just started just pumping that stuff hard. And then, so of course, is you know, I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, but essentially, like licensed his his brand for those NFTs, right? For the stickers, the multiplier stickers. And yeah. then, uh, and then after, and then after all that, then the channel just got deleted, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, and yeah, then he's, completely. And, and then he's just gone. Yep. After the sticker sale, so. Uh, so of course, like I don't know if you can't say anything nice about something, don't say it at all. I always subscribe to that, which is why, I, you know, I never mentioned T Bill. I never, you know, tweeted about stickers and alien like and this, that, and the other thing. Don't care. But then the other day, dude pops his head up from, uh, you know, from from the hidey hole, and right. uh, yeah. says says, "Hey, hey, everyone, just wanted to let you know." why I deleted my YouTube videos because, you know, I've, I've never told anyone. Oh, it turns out that I had some copyright strikes and, uh, and this was my favorite part of the whole thing was, uh, you know, and I didn't want the channel to get deleted by YouTube. So I deleted the channel. <laughs> and, and then you kind of go, strategy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super awesome. <laughs> um, so I don't know that, that that one doesn't really pass the sniff test, especially with the timing of his disappearance. Yeah. Uh, so so then I'm reading through the comments and everyone's like, uh, hey, you know, uh, maybe talk on T-Bill a little bit. What happened there, buddy? And uh, that's that's pretty much the consensus of most of the comments. And uh, Theta Diamond asked him the same thing. He yep. says, hey, uh, you know, maybe you want to make some content about the, uh, you know, the T-bill. 
And right. Yeah. I, actually, he didn't mention it by name. And uh, Alien like was like, uh, huh? Whoa, yeah, exactly, what are yeah. you talking about? Make contact about what? <laughs> and uh, and so it just evolved into uh, Alien saying like, oh, but you're you're biased and you you're just coming down on me. You do you do the exact same thing. He said. <laughs> Theta Diamond. It's like if you imagine oh, yeah. when Millie yeah. Vanilli got caught lip syncing and they were like, Don't talk to me, talk to the Rolling Stones. They're like, talk to talk to my record company. Don't talk. Why are you why would you say anything about me? It's like, oh dude, dude, you yeah. <laughs> you licensed yeah. an image for however much money, probably a, a, a good amount of T-Fuel, a bucket of T-Fuel. And uh, you yeah. licensed your image on a, on a control copy, control print, million print run of little alien faces. And you're talking smack to this dude that comes out with, that's been here since the beginning, comes out with original artwork every single day, original utility, pays people, grinding, building, growing, Every single day, Alien Lake comes out of his hidey hole after licensing a million control print stickers and is like, but it's you, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now that's the point where I stop going, all right, you know, nothing good to say, not going to say it at all. I'm just like, no, no, got to get off my butt. And uh, it, well, it just revved me up so much that. Uh, What's that? that I just I've, had I've to never go, really been. I just had to go for a. <laughs> I know Mag certainly hasn't. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I just had to go for a walk and blow off some steam. So that's where that oh, yeah. little rant video comes from. Yep. And, uh, yep. and, you know, I, I do it again. I thought, you know, after, after I posted, I thought, oh, geez, I'm kind of kicking the hornet's nest here. I wasn't sure what to expect. But the videos had over like over 3,200 views. And uh, it took me like two days to clear my DMs from that. Oh and wow! It was one hundred. It was one hundred percent positive. Wow! I had people. I had people. <laughs> I had people DMing me that were from like inside G Pool that are and people that like <laughs> love that love T Bill and they're like, listen, I you know I want to tell you that I love T Bill and these are the reasons why. But uh, no one ever liked Alien like so. Thanks. Thanks for making that video. And we were also very skeptical of his involvement. Oh, wow. Um, Kyle, though, too, I, I know you didn't want to mention it, but I'm going to mention it, too, though. Like, I, you told me, you know, that even his, like, mother messaged you and said, great job, because I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Didn't? Isn't that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot oh, of DMs. My. She might She might have been one of them for sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mags. Thank you for that. Let's get back on track. Okay. Yeah. 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 Back on track. Smoke. Uh, smoked fish. Smoked fish two. Dropping yeah. in February. Got some. Uh, it's a little bit bigger run. Certainly not that big. Um, it's uh, there's the badges for Camp Theta are coming out. There's more prizes. There's going to be more contests, and I am dropping a second event not just camp theta this year second in real life Ooh. event that's going to get tied to uh to smoke fish too 
so I'm calling it tripping because <laughs> we're we're going can we're going canoe tripping. It's going to be a uh, a river expedition, and uh, we're going to do five days. I'm trying to time it all around a big meteor shower, so that should be really oh, cool. Wow. And kind of scouting locations. I've got a few in mind. Uh, regardless, it'll be just beautiful and awesome and uh we'll have great food and uh there's room for three other people i'm gonna guide the thing and uh provide all the food provide all the camping gear and you know you just gotta show up with the clothes on your back and uh we'll do some adult beverages and uh and hit the water in a solar powered canoe barge and uh just tear around northern ontario for uh five days uh catching fish and uh watching watching a meteor shower Gonna be pretty sweet. That sounds awesome. Now, how does a, a power? How does a solar powered canoe work? You, there's no no oars. You're not you're not rowing. Yeah. So I've got a uh, I've got an electric outboard motor. It's it's quite a bit bigger than uh, than a trolling motor. It's like a serious. Uh, it's only it's only six horsepower. Quality German engineering though, um, <laughs> and it'll go it'll go eighty kilometers on a on a charge. And the batteries are like only ten pounds. They're they're uh, lithium lithium iron phosphate batteries. And and uh, there's a small uh, portable uh, solar panel that you can charge the the batteries either while you're using them in the in the motor, or uh, if you've got spare batteries, you can charge them up on deck while you're not using them. So you know, with three batteries in the summertime, it's pretty much just uh, limitless. You know, you can just go. You can just go forever and it's silent and uh, it's pretty quick. And uh, it's it's a re- real joy to uh, what I do is I set up two canoes with like a platform in between them. Okay, uh, cool. And that'll carry, that'll, that'll carry like 1,200 pounds. So it's kind of like a catamaran. It's kind of yep. like a, a catamaran with an electric uh, outboard on it. So it can fit uh, four people and tons of gear and... Uh, and I'm going to give away uh, two seats for that. Uh, we'll be tied to customs that you'll be able to, you know, luckily mint in the uh, Smokefish 2 drop. And then one one ticket is going to be reserved for uh, for the original Smoked Fish series. So still providing utility for that. Sweet. Uh, even after the, the second set. So that you'll have a, a 1 in 69 chance of winning. Well, about a, maybe a $1,500 value uh canoe trip with uh, wow. if you hold if you hold one of the original smoke fish that's cool so now you so you did a, a camp theta giveaway is this is this camping like something that you do for the public as well is that is that what you are running up there when we first got this property we uh we we built our house now i've got two just over two kilometers of of shoreline on a lake um, we're the only property on the lake. It's just, it's public land for like three days beyond me kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a big yard, Okay, wow, um, yeah. but uh two K a shoreline on this lake. And we built our house, uh, back from the lake so that you couldn't see it from the lake purposefully so that, uh, the shoreline could be reserved for, for camping. Um, but we're like terrible terrible capitalists so we only built the one campsite even though we've got two and a half kilometers of uh of shoreline and uh we only we only do like you know 
five, six, seven, eight people at a time. And, you know, that's a big group. Usually it's, uh, usually it's just couples and and families and stuff. Uh, but we did that. We did that for years and years and years. And, uh, I just, eh, we don't, we don't do it much anymore. We have, we have three, we have about 300 plus people apply to camp here every year. And like last year we let in, I think 12 people. And that includes the six that came to camp theta. Wow. Okay. Wow. Exclusive. So I, 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 I like, yeah, I like just having the place to myself. What can I say? <laughs> wow. But, uh, camp theta and the, uh, the canoe trip and event, these, uh, these are things that, uh, you know, allow me to, uh, to stay social a little bit and, uh, and, and have a, have a party and throw a do and entertain and have a few drinks and, throw some beer, throw some, uh, throw some axes and stuff. It's, it's a, it's a good time. I built Definitely a, uh, like a giant wooden tea fuel logo, uh, for this year's event. And we, uh, there was a little ceremony and we lit it on fire. There may or may huh, not be nice. gasoline involved. I would hope there was <laughs> very cool. Yeah. It'd be a pretty poor show if there wasn't right. Yeah. I mean, fire and gas in the woods. Come on. It's a, gotta, Hey Kyle, you got yeah. time for a, a yes. Canada question? Oh please, I love these. So I've had, you know, I've had discussions with Canadians, and uh, depending on where they are in Canada, sometimes they can get defensive about it, and I don't know why. But the bagged milk, do you do you guys yes. get? Can we talk about this bagged milk situation? Let's talk about bagged milk. Yes, can we please? So it seems uh, like some of the the Westies they're like, we don't do that. And they're very defensive about it. They, oh, our milk is. Yeah. Not they're bagged. like, they're like, yeah, we don't do bag milk. I don't know. I don't know what all that's about. <laughs> um, they, they have, um, they have more like a better, uh, bottle return system in the Western provinces. So they take absolutely every opportunity to charge you for a charge you for any container. Like if it's a two liter, the pop or, a jug of milk or whatever. Right. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so you get charged five or 10 cents and then you have to like take them back. And then you, you know, you go with like a carload of things and you, you get a handful of change. Most people just leave them out for, um, for the less fortunate who all have like trains of shopping carts that go around and, uh, and collect these bottles. And then that's how they make their meager living. If you want to watch the most amazing film ever watch carts of darkness, carts of darkness it's about homeless people in uh, in vancouver which is like right in the mountains um who would collect these bottles like on the big hills and the foothills of the rocky mountains essentially with shopping carts and just use their 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 feet for brakes uh, just basically like hang on to these carts and just like Jeez. lean a foot out every once in a while to turn them and stuff like that going down the mountains and that was just to collect the bottles as efficiently as possible but then it turned into like this like homeless racing circuit. Oh, wow. It's, it's amazing. These, and these guys are flying crazy. Wow. So the whole point of that is that they wouldn't dare give you a bag in the Western provinces because it's like, you know, you're not going to return a, a, just a empty wet bag of milk. Right. So, um, 
So I think that's why they have the jugs. It's because there's a return on the jugs. And then uh, it facilitates whatever kind of like weird sham recycling uh, system that they have out there where they basically just give you your money back for it and then put it on a freighter and just dump it in the middle of the ocean or give it to the Philippines or something who eventually just puts it on a freighter and dumps it into the middle of the ocean. So, um, so you know, that five, 10 cent bottle return is just working wonders. So no bags so, out there, but we have no- bags and we're proud of it. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's, that was the impression I was getting. So this, this was this documentary, it turned into like Fury Road out there with, with this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty wow. like, like dudes and dudes and mess themselves up, man. Going down a, going down a freaking mountain on a, some cart with a wobbly wheel. Like, first of all, you got to get yourself a good cart, I suppose. Oh right? my God. Yes. Oh, Do I you can't. imagine the cart selection that happens there. Like it's <laughs> yeah. I, how, yeah, how I you can't even get it. a cart that you can push around the, the shopping center half the time. <laughs> wiggly wheels and yeah. Yeah, it won't go two miles an hour, let alone like 50, <laughs> right? Oof. Good good movie. Carts of Darkness. It's on the, uh, if you go to the National Film Boards of Canada site, nfb.ca, I think it probably is. There's so many cool, so many cool movies there. No, all, all free. Awesome. Hmm. Carts yeah. of Darkness is one of them. I didn't know that it went so deep so uh thank you for shining a little light on that bags the best part of the bagged milk that that i grew up with as a kid i've never knew a jug of milk like ever my my grandfather worked for a dairy and was like a milkman way way back in the day and they used to deliver glass bottles uh before everything was plastic but like i've i never saw a jug of milk growing up and i'm like 43 so it's all bags it still is the coolest part though is that there's a little tool to open the bag of milk and it's called a snippet or a snip zit i think there's a z in there somewhere that's right a z and uh and it's a little razor blade there's a little razor blade in a, in a plastic thing it's kind of like a safety razor blade but there's definitely a razor blade in there and it's on a fridge magnet and that's on the door of the fridge in every you know canadian home that isn't isn't in the Western provinces uh, and, and, and taking the snips it off the fridge and opening that bag of milk up was always a, uh, just always just a thrill when I was a kid. Cause you never know how it's going to come out. You could ch- good chance is you're going to do it horribly wrong. And the milk is going to come out in like three streams, none of which go into the glass <laughs> at all. Oh man. That's funny. I've never seen a bag of milk, but that sounds like some of the cereal bags that I open, you know? <laughs> right. Try to pour the cereal out and it's going four different ways. Exactly. Well, then if then the milk would, uh, that would be the perfect solution for that. <laughs> you know, if the cereal's going everywhere and the there milk's go. going everywhere, I think yeah, that's you a pour, win right there. Yeah, you got four in the family. You just pour it all for each one at, at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I, you know, we were going back and forth a little bit today, and I saw that you had a bucket list that you sent me. Oh, yeah, that's right. So on the bucket list, well, the top thing was paddle to the Arctic. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, one could more properly call it the subarctic if you wanted to be really technical. I think for anyone... For most people listening, I think anyone would just kind of consider it the Arctic. I mean, there's yeah, there's we'll, polar we'll allow there. it. Yeah, we'll so, allow it. Yeah, nobody's um, listening to yeah. this show for technicals, so <laughs> you're good there. 
<laughs> no batch, no batch numbers. Are we not? Oh, oh God! No, oh, no bad. text text. Uh, okay, so it's the Arctic. Yeah, the Arctic, right? So, Batch so one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddled there. Um, my dad, my dad, and I just grew up in a canoe, and uh, and it was you know uh, weekend trips, week long trips. You know, by the time I was uh, old enough to kind of hold my own, like ten years old or whatever, it was like, well, let's go down this crazy whitewater gorge. Okay, you know, break the boat a little bit and bruise the <laughs> egos, but uh, but we lived, and then it was like, you know, two week trips, and then uh, and then we were always kind of scampering to get to some of the popular places before uh, before the crowds got there, because even you know, an, a, a, another few campers or whatever out in the middle of nowhere, it's like you'd rather have the place to yourself. And my dad thought a great way to do that would always be to go. Um, as soon as the ice was off the rivers, icebreaker trips, we called them. So then, uh, so then we'd be going for two week trips, like almost in the winter, essentially, and, uh, no swimming, no good fishing, no nothing. You're just paddling, 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 try and get over the horizon as many times as possible. But then, and, and so, and all that was fine and good. We loved it. And then, uh, and then it turned into like, oh, let's do a let's do a three week trip to uh, to James Bay, and uh, there was a new road that just got built for uh, for like a gold mine or something up there outside of a small town called Cochrane, and so it was so it was yeah, it was like a three hundred mile paddle through a through a river that there was no map for. And the only reason we could get there was because. Uh, Cause this road opened it up, but then we had to find the river. Like you couldn't see the river from the road. So we had to drive like 200 kilometers up this road and then, uh, and then suss out where the source of this river was and then like walk 4k to it and then paddle. Uh, so this is where the, the Canadian shield that I'm, I'm on. I said like 10 kilometers of granite straight down. What well, stops yep. and it yep. drops off into the, into the, the Arctic essentially. It's a rock formation that ceases to be, uh, and that river falls off the side of it over the course of about 200 kilometers. It's just gnarly, death-defying white water, and it's in the absolute geographical center of nowhere. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, let's let's do that for three weeks, and uh, and we'll take wow. out uh, we'll take out in James Bay, which is. Uh, controlled by the i mean it's an arctic it's part of the arctic ocean it's a tidal tidally controlled by the arctic ocean so uh if you if you try to take out at this town that's on that Moosonee, it's on the edge of uh james bay at the wrong time in the tide uh there's a possibility that you get uh you just get swept out into into the arctic uh, that's it <laughs> wow. terrible way to end the trip yeah um, right but um, but I don't want to give too much away. It's a it's a long story. It is uh, it is a story in which I have to jump off of a waterfall and onto a helicopter. And this is going to be recounted in a podcast uh, that I'm making for uh, True VRS. Oh, so sweet. I'm recording recording an adventure series. Uh, most of my trips happened, uh, most of the crazy epic trips happened before social media and before, uh, uh, recording, 
uh, gear was, was, uh, you know, small and, uh, cost effective. Uh, so I have nothing but stories and, uh, I'm just going to blab on about, uh, about my adventures and misadventures, uh, of exploring the, the Canadian waterways for, uh, for a lifetime. Uh, some fun uh, stories. That sounds very cool. I think in telling these stories back then from, you know, before social media, one thing I've heard about that is the fish get bigger. Oh, they were huge back then. <laughs> yeah, social media social media um really drove down the size of fish, which is why now people have to hold them right up to the camera uh to even approximate in in a photo how big they used to be. Right. Uh, artist recreation or, or some some nonsense. Artist rendition, actual fish may not exist. <laughs> <laughs> actual fish size may vary all right i got yeah. i got two questions that i'm hoping that you can answer all about right. this this trip all right so you you went to the arctic and it sounds like it was uh a screaming ride down a granite cliff basically how the heck did you get back essentially yeah. so where we put in in the town of cochran is like as far north as you can go on the highway system in Ontario, it actually veers, uh, it does go a little bit more north, but that's, it veers west. It takes a big jog west and it goes, you know, west by, by northwest. So directly above me, if I go north, Cochrane's as north as I can go on a road system. And then from there, you get the, uh, you get a train called the Polar Bear Express. Um, oh, that's north real? from Cochrane. Real train. Um, interesting tidbit is it's the only train in the world that has a devoted canoe rack car. So that because it's a popular, um, if you go north from there, the the next the next stop is uh, is Moosonee, and that's the only stop. It is the it is the first and only stop. Um, <laughs> And so that's that's on the southern end of James Bay at the where the Moose River flows out into James Bay. And the Moose River is like a mile wide and less than a foot deep. It's a confluence of just an incredible amount of rivers. Um, the Miss the Missinabi, um, the Wakway Cossack, uh, the Yesterday River. There tons of these tons of these paddling rivers that are on like hardcore canoe and kayakers bucket list kind of fishermen and so you know every week or so in the summer there's there's enough people pull out in Moosonee from uh, epic canoe adventures that they've they've got a canoe car on there and you can you can just load your canoe right onto the train and then it'll uh it'll sh it'll shuttle you back to uh about the 500 kilometers to Cochrane and people just uh park in the in the train station gotcha. for as long as they're training us. All right, that's cool. And now let me just make sure that I heard you say this correctly. You jumped off of a waterfall onto a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was it was like a sideways jump because like down wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well that's no I'll, way to I'll mount look forward a to, to hearing that full story when you're when you're telling it on the, the Truvers. But wow. Okay. So that was, that's like, uh, like James Bond stuff. Sounds nuts. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting experience. The crazy, the crazy part happened when the guy didn't, when the pilot didn't realize I was hanging on to the skid of the helicopter. 
hilarity ensued. Um, but we, we, we had to get rescued and there's just, I mean, it's just dense bush. And so there's literally nowhere to land a helicopter. And it's not like, uh, in the movies when, uh, you know, people rappel down and hook you into some kind of harness and then there's a wench and it's like, back. No, no, it's just one guy. It's just one guy in a helicopter trying to like yell through the glass at me, which of course, you know, not super effective, but, uh, but it all worked out. I'm still here. I actually learned today that dense bush is chief's favorite. <laughs> um, so, so the next thing you had here on the bucket list was an interview uh, on MTV. How'd that come about? Oh, so uh, it turns out I'm one of the world's best Etch-A-Sketch artists. Uh, and there what? was a... Wait, did you do yeah. the crypto stash Etch-A-Sketch? Was that you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Are yeah, you serious? On... Yeah, of course. Of course. What? You're serious right now. You did that? Yeah, yeah. I've worked as like a brand representative for um, for the for the etch sketch company it used to be ohio arts now it's spin master toys uh for like 17 years um wow old old school etch a sketch master like i got invited on to um montel williams but uh <laughs> but yeah mtv a couple times too so that was all there was there was you know two or three years where that was just full time i was just like traveling around doing tv shows doing soft news on slow news days they drop me out here's the edge sketch guy and uh <laughs> I, I still do it from time to time but uh but yeah there was a lot of live a lot of live tv back in the day and uh mtv was probably one of the one of the funnest ones um they set me up with uh apparently one of their uh vjs was um was a Guggenheim trained portrait artist. And so we had a, a one hour live battle uh, where we had a model sitting in front of us and uh, we each had one hour to do a, to do a portrait of a model me on the etch sketch and her with the Royal paints. And uh, I, I, I won, I won the phone in poll. So there you can go. That's why hashtag winner. <laughs> we've, we've, so we've mentioned the Simpsons episode. We've mentioned, you mentioned Millie Vanilli, and then I saw in another chat, uh, Popper, someone was talking about Crisscross Day. So this this day has just been yep. freaking insane for, for the throwbacks. <laughs> Hitting them all. Yeah. So, all right. So we, we already touched on buying a lake, which is which is sweet. And this this river trip that you're doing, is that a river that is fed off of this lake that you own? You know, in a roundabout way, yes. Our lake here, Clear Lake. Um, is a spring-fed, 140-foot-deep lake at wow. the height of the watershed here. It is the it is the highest elevation lake for a very long time. Um, since it's spring-fed, we actually have a waterfall on both sides of our lake. It empties out on uh-huh. opposite sides, and there's water that runs out on both sides. That's how much spring water uh, comes in here. But we exist. 80 feet above the rest of the watershed. Essentially it's weird. It's kind of like a, you know, it's like a volcanic caldera or something. Like you go uphill for such a long ways and then, and then you look down and there's a lake on top of 
things. It's weird. But, uh, but yeah, there is a gorge. My house is built right on the ravine where the, where the lake empties out of and starts flowing downhill. And then that goes into a, a river nearby called the Pickerel River. And then the Pickerel River feeds into the French River. And the French River feeds into Georgian Bay, which is Bay of Lake Huron, which, you know, like, this entire place is just a maze of water. Like I can go in from my, from my front door essentially and, um, and boat for thousands of miles if I wanted to. And like wow. in multiple directions. Wow. It's nuts. Wow. All right. So it's a good home base. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, sounds, sounds terrific. Uh, dealing and with a great a lot place to hold an event. Less stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can only imagine that, man. I mean, what a backyard uh, for sure. Uh, Camp Theta 23 is going to be, uh, is going to be a little bit bigger and better. Uh, going to try to outdo myself. Uh, the prizes this year are definitely getting cranked up a notch. Uh, so got a lot of people on board. Maybe some of your, your favorite open Theta creators are, uh, going to be pitching in customs for uh, custom prizes for the wilderverse games this year wow so, that, so that'll be fun yeah do you have a date set for that already uh let me look at the calendar no pressure it's all still coming up in the air but i think it's going to be the last weekend in august again okay that's uh yeah it'll be like the thursday to the monday so the 25th to the 28th again actually or something like that or the 24th to the 27th Right around there. Last weekend in August. And then I guess we'll have to uh, pick a couple weekdays on either side to to sacrifice to the wood, wood, the forest gods. All right, guys. Well, get it on your calendars and keep a lookout for it's, – it's related right to the – well, you have to have the original three badges. And then there's going to be three more badges available with the drop that's coming up uh, in February, right? Yeah, that's right. Badges four, five, and six. Um, and uh, – yeah, I'm working on I'm working on some fun video content too. So uh, I think the uh, I think there's going to be an opportunity for the smoked fish NFTs to uh, possibly interact with uh, with some new new Theta video and uh, interact with that DRM in a fun way. Very cool. Now you brought it up once already, but uh, let's go let's go back and let's talk about Trueverse. Yes. Is, uh, is any of, does any of this tie into Trueverse? This uh, what you're what you're speaking of, or are we talking something totally different? Uh, yeah, I think it's all going to wind up tying into the Trueverse in in one way or another. Been talking a lot with the team. We're exploring the possibilities right now, trying our best to uh, to get some really fun ideas for uh, interactive DRM. And there's definitely going to be just a buttload of free content, but there'll be some premium stuff too. And maybe there'll be like, I don't know, some trivia contests or something like that. Maybe you'll have a leg up if you have some DRM and you get an early, uh, you know, you get an early screening of uh, some of the video content, maybe, you know, I, I, yeah. there's lots of ways to work it, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be putting a lot of, uh, a lot of fun content on true VRS working on uh, developing uh, a really fun show right now alongside the, uh, the podcast, the podcast is just going to be to uh, wet some whistles. So, uh, so lots of opportunity to use DRM uh, in Trueverse. 
still still kind of spitballing and brainstorming about uh about fun uses of the uh of the drm so they're they're definitely gonna interact with the uh the nft projects but regardless there's gonna be lots of uh lots of free content that i'm making so gonna gonna do a a wilderness show we're not gonna quite be survivor man i'm not gonna start squeezing moose dung for for water or anything (laughs) like that pretending that i have a a broken arm and killing yeah. clubbing seals to make snowshoes out of but uh but i'm gonna try to to uh show a lot of uh camping hacks i'm big on uh modifying gear i used to work for um for the north face uh in the r&d like field testing prototype equipment uh and and helping to uh to design stuff um was a brand rep there for a while too so so I'm a bit of a gearhead. Uh, I like to make my own stuff. I've been a wilderness guide for so long and, and you know, teach camping and, and survival and guiding river trips and stuff like that for, for so long that uh, I've I've just got a I've got a lot to say on the subject and uh, and just an abundance of, of beauty all around me. So with the with the new audio visual equipment, it should turn into a, a, a really fun show. Very cool. No. Me and Mags have had the privilege of being on Trueverse and checking it out, the the three-level house, basically, you know, and kind of investigated around. Is is what you're doing going to be within that house, or is it kind of like a, you know, the the river that's down, or the whatever body of water that's down below from the house? Yeah, that's where that's where things start to get interesting just with the uh you know expansive nature of the uh of the project i think some of my first offerings might wind up being in the house or around the house in the outdoor space but definitely talk definitely talks of uh a a neat little woodland space cool uh, water sports space uh so so we'll see if that materializes yes yes indeed So is there a, do you have a time frame for, for Trueverse? Are you, have you been poking around in there or is it just kind of seeing where it goes at this point? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for everything to just get to a hundred percent. And, uh, I've definitely recorded a bunch of podcasts and those will go up. I mean, those will go up as soon as, uh, you know, everything goes live. I think, or short, shortly thereafter, the video content, it's, uh, I like putting out good products and, you know, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. So it's gonna, it's gonna take me a while to get the show, I think, to, to where I want it to be, or at least where I feel it's presentable, which is hopefully going to be a, a, a pretty high quality show. And I'm really excited to be utilizing some talent from the Theta community um for original music and like video graphics and stuff like that uh it's always a thrill for me to bring in other community members and to hire people on for t fuel i just love that i love that you know i've got this nft project where i'm getting paid for my artwork in t fuel and then i can go and spread the wealth and hire musicians and and other uh and other artists and pay them in t fuel as well i mean that's just to me that's perfect zero banking all blockchain love it yeah very cool absolutely so i'm assuming the the kind of the next thing on your calendar is the is the drop coming february 
Yes, indeed. Um, so going to be going to be a lot of uh, a lot of hype uh, leading up to the drop at the end of February. I hope, uh, and then March is going to be uh, just airdrop derbies, uh, so that we can get those three badges out to everyone, so that people can collect the six badges, so that I can airdrop them the tickets, and uh, you know, still give everyone um, you know five months to. Uh, to plan a trip uh in the case of tripping um that's a new thing that i just kind of sprang on everyone right now so this is the first anyone's hearing about it um breaking news and those are gonna get yeah you heard it here first folks uh and those are gonna get those are gonna get dropped I, i'll probably do the drop for the first ticket for the original series of fish um before the second set of fish drop and then uh, oh coming up and soon then then. Be, yeah, so we'll start doing that in the new year. I wanted to uh well I needed I needed a break because uh fall is the an early winter going into the early winter living this lifestyle is uh it's a lot of hard work gathering your firewood, getting all your supplies together, getting all like your groceries squirrel. together and uh yeah, yeah, and just making sure, you know, the house is up to snuff and uh you can get through another long cold winter and then you know it's thetacon it's christmas season everyone so no one's paying attention to me anyway so that's great (laughs) i'm just going to keep my nose to the grindstone and draw and uh and you know get these get this project looking really sharp and uh and focus on the roadmap and then when uh when everyone comes to after their uh new year's uh festivities uh and figures out what state they're in and how they're going to get home uh, I'll pop, I'll pop back up and, uh, and we'll start going full force at the beginning of the year and, uh, ramping, ramping up another season of, uh, of camp theta and some, uh, some canoe fishing. Fishing season will be open. Very cool. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to, to that. And, you know, we'll certainly, uh, help spread some news once we get a little closer as well. Well, thank you kindly. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to try and gamify camp theta this year as well. So there might just be auctions for, uh, NFTs that represent the contestants in the Wilderverse games. And, uh, we'll do like an American idol style, uh, kind of, uh, pot splitting, um, <laughs> uh, thing with whoever holds the, uh, the, the winning NFT. The winner? Oh, cool. Cool. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Was there, uh, I don't know if there's anything else, anything that we missed that you wanted to, uh, to get out there. Uh, Bubba buoy, Bubba buoy. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, electric fish, uh, um, what is it? Smoked fish to electric canoe, canoe coming soon. Working title. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't mind that at all. I was. I was looking for some kind of electric something or other. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's how canoe it's and boogaloo go kind of go together, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show, guys. It was uh, wonderful. And luckily, too, you only had to sit through one uh, technical hiccup. So that's a uh, also a uh, good place yeah. to be. And we didn't have to re-record. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, if you didn't have at least one hiccup, there wouldn't be anything worth talking about, right? So, <laughs> yeah. It makes, it, makes oh, it, yeah. it makes it memorable. <laughs> uh, All right, man. Well, we, well, we certainly appreciate you joining us and you know, getting to, to learn more about your project and you. And 
you know, we wish you the best and can't wait to see you guys, you on the Trueverse and uh, check out this, the, the smoked fish coming up part two in February. All right. Thanks again, guys. Have a great All night. Right, have a great, you too. you too. Thank you. have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a treat at feedthecat.theta. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tubs.